Them Fancy Dinosaurs is recorded in front of a live studio audience. Hello, and you're listening to Them Fancy Dinosaurs, the shit-talking podcast for movies, TV shows, and pop culture. I'm one of your hosts, Kyle. Hey, I'm Nick, the other guy, and with us today is a very special guest. You've heard him here before. It's Nick from the episode Dumpster Fire. <laughs> hey, buddy. Hey, everyone. How are you been? Pretty good. How are you? How are you been? I don't know. I forgot how to use English for two seconds. There. Yeah. My bad. That's all right. We'll keep it in. <laughs> <laughs> how oh. are you been? I'm going to use that from now on. How are you been? Uh, so you're here because we needed your help to talk about superheroes in pop culture and discuss the superhero spectacular spepisode. The megarathon. Yeah. The <laughs> EB sales of uh the EB sales of superhero movies reviews. Yeah. yeah. We're doing that today. Oh, thanks for inviting me. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> it's great to have you here again. Um, yeah. So we're gonna be talking about superheroes in pop culture. We're gonna talk about how they influenced us in modern media. And we're going to go through the entire history from then to now. So we'll start with your history. Uh, my history was my mom had a collection of the original Adam West Batman TV series. Uh, that's when I first heard about superheroes and everything. And eventually the first superhero I actually got into by myself was the Spider-Man series. And spoiler alert, I'm more of a big Ninja Turtle fan, but I'll talk about Marvel and DC for most of this podcast. Love Ninja Turtles. This superheroes. Yeah, they're yeah, heroes in a half shell. Yeah, turtle they're power. Ninja turtles. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and that's basically where it all started off. Is that I used to with pocket mo- I used to get five dollar pocket money a week, and most of it would go to me going down to the local grocery store or pharmacist where they used to sell comics, and I used to pick one random book off the shelf every time. Uh, depend with whoever had the best cover because I was a kid naturally, <laughs> and that's where I used to read either Spider Man or Batman. Major of the time, I picked up the Blade comics. Uh, I, that's when I actually got into Fantastic Four because of Doctor Doom was on the cover and he was a more interesting looking character than the actual Fantastic Four. And then I became an enormous Doctor Doom fan. So got a big... Yeah. <laughs> Doom is life. Yes, pretty much. Well, Doom is death. Yeah, <laughs> life and death. No, he's literally death. He was just based off death. <laughs> yeah, that was his inspiration, like Jack Kirby's inspiration to make Doom. Oh, really? Yeah, death. What a good guy. Yeah, pretty much. Awesome. So you've had a pretty colourful history. You've come into it and now we're in this golden age where everything you used to love as a kid and get beat up for is now shoved in your face at every opportunity. Oh, yeah. It's Mm. uh, maddening. Makes me fucking angry. What about you, Kyle? What about me? What is your history with comic books? All right. My earliest memory of being introduced to comic books was actually the Spider-Man TV show, the really terrible one. Oh, you know yeah. the one? Do you know the one I'm talking about? Uh, is it the, the first cartoon? Yeah, or? the very first cartoon. Oh, the 1960s cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> was the, it 1960s? Yes, with the animation budget of a dollar. Yeah. So I remember watching that like early mornings when it used to be on TV and um, just loving it. Just, <laughs> it was so terrible. And then... From there, I, you know, Ninja Turtles, I liked, I was mainly more into the cartoons with comic books. I saw all the, um, uh, the Spider-Man ones. Uh, what else did I see, actually? Off the top of my head, I can't think of them, but I, I saw a lot of the X-Men. Oh, yeah. Fucking hell, that shit was the awesome. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah. 
with Yo Jubilee. Gee. Yep. And I always remember every single time I watch that, it's always the same, the first episode. I've never seen any more than just the first episode. Yeah. Do you know what's amazing about that? What? That first episode, the first X-Men you're introduced to in that episode, so you see Jubilee, yeah. right? And the first members of the X-Men are Storm and Rogue. Yes. Yes. And they are super strong. They kick so much ass in that oh, episode. Yeah. Storm is like unrivaled and underutilized in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. Oh my god, she's like one of the strongest mutants they have. She's a uh, omega level, so basically yeah, she could literally she's the top tier mutants. Of yeah. She could literally destroy the Earth. Yes. She could be like global warming. Okay, <laughs> she could stop global warming as well. <laughs> she could. She's like global warming no more. It's like why don't you use a powerful good storm? It's like shut up. <laughs> Wait, what? what? Does that mean you want her to stop global warming or not? No, no, I don't, I'm just saying that why people would de- <laughs> like people would just yell at her no matter what yeah, in real would, life. Yeah. Like superheroes in real life would just be broken. Yeah, they they, they dangerous. <laughs> yeah. What about you? Uh, I actually don't have much of a relationship with comic books, not as much as you guys. As you guys know, I'm a huge movie nerd. Yeah. Not so much into the comic book side of that. Um, I do like some graphic novels. I mean, I love The Walking Dead. Um, I used to get Simpsons comics when I was young because <laughs> I liked The Simpsons. Yep. That's pretty much it. I, n- I never read any of the source material for like any of the movies I enjoy now and today. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Then was there in particular... Did you watch the Sam Raimi Spider-Man? Yeah, that's mainly because I love Sam Raimi. Yeah. Um, so was, Evil Dead, that's 1, what 2, I was going with that. Yep. Yeah. So that's that's what triggered that for me. Yeah, okay, and Sam cool. Raimi delivered something that was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Actually, you being a big Spider-Man fan, Nick, did you like the um, Sam Raimi Spider-Mans? Sam Raimi Spider-Mans are actually really, really good, in my opinion. The first two, I say Spider-Man 2 is my favorite because it's actually a lot more closer to the Evil Dead, especially the Doc Octopus introduction scene in the surgery ward. It's very horror film-like in that part. Um, A lot of the imagery that came from the Sam Raimi films are very influential today. Yeah. as well of how Spider-Man moves and everything, and even in the current PlayStation game where he spins and twists through the towers and everything. That was first done in the Sam Raimi films. Yeah. Um, as for the costumes and everything else, it's pretty much dead on of Spider-Man's look and everything. And yeah, I, I'm actually really a big fan of the Sam Raimi films. I've really had no issues, yeah. even though the third one wasn't really great, but it's not really a bad film in itself. It's still an entertaining watch. Yeah, yeah. I think people hate on it too much. Like, um, I brought this up with Nick a little while ago. Okay, so I saw this video that explained that the San Raimi Spider-Mans are actually the best Spider-Man movies, better than Homecoming, better than anything else, right? Oh, I agree because, easily. Yeah, that, that Sam Raimi Spider-Man is the closest interpretation to what Spider-Man is, how with him, he has given up so much. Yeah. Like, he's you, sacrificed everything. You touched on this... Uh previously yeah, yeah yeah but nick wasn't there so i was just getting yeah. his opinion so sam raimi spider-man he has sacrificed everything where you got andrew garfunkel's spider-man <laughs> he hasn't sacrificed anything really oh mary jane yeah. uh, not mary jane um i can't remember emma watson no uh <laughs> emma stone emma stone yeah, yeah. i don't I, I don't even know gwen 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 uh, stacy yeah like he, he has you know help from her and shit throughout the thing and yeah. then um Fucking Tom Holiday's <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> what? Tom Holiday. <laughs> yeah. Because Spider-Man has Daddy Stark behind him. So he's not going to sacrifice anything. He's got to have school paid for, everything paid for, for his entire life. Yeah. 
He already has his mm. suit made for him by uh, Iron Man. So yeah, he, versus the original Spider Man had to make everything himself. <laughs> yeah, and he had like throughout those movies, you saw how much he was suffering through his relationship with Mary Jane. You, yeah, you saw it. He was suffering, and he couldn't do anything about it. He yeah. had to go through his own morals. He had to sacrifice those relationships, and it just it hurt to see that. <laughs> yeah, Tobey Maguire was uh was a was a sad human. Throughout those films. <laughs> yeah, he was. It was just sad Toby all and, the time. Uh, that's why I believe that the Sam Raimi Spider-Mans were the best ones. That's fair. Well, easily agree because that's exactly what the original Spider-Man comics were. It's all about sacrifice. Like the phrase <coughs> is, great power comes great responsibility. And to be Spider-Man is really, really shitty occupation because <laughs> nobody pays you and you're expected to save everyone and nobody thanks you at the same time. <laughs> yep. He can't hold down a job. He can't hold down a relationship. Yeah, it's like being yeah. a meth addict, man. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. I guess you could equate being being a superhero who saves people with someone who robs people <laughs> and possibly stabs them just so they can get their next hit. Yeah, it's, it's um, the same thing, man. I was going to say more like a traveling businessman. No. Just trying to make that last sale. But meth addict works as well. Yeah, well, businessmen trying to make that last sale, you can still have long-distance relationships. Yeah. They can still work. Spider-Man could too. No, he can't. Spider-Man. No, because he, he could never... He, he can't tell the loved one, the ones that he loves, that he's Spider-Man. If he does, they always end up dead. <laughs> or they become a target. That's how it always is. Yeah. yeah. That's... that's Yeah. Yeah. So he can't have a long-distance <laughs> relationship, man. All right. Well, yeah. Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire. Good job. Mm-hmm. All right. So speaking about the first Spider-Man... What was the first, like, Marvel movie, let's say? Blade. Blade. Blade? Yeah. 2000, no, 1998 Blade yeah. came out. Yeah. I will admit that I didn't even know Blade was a Marvel comic. I just thought it was a really cool comic I read as a kid. And then years later, I found out it was actually a Marvel film. <laughs> so where does Blade fit into the whole Marvel uh, universe? Well, for those you of see, them who um, don't know. Wesley Snipes one day... Got up. <laughs> just, <laughs> just the way you're looking at me just then. <laughs> oh, I'm just wondering. Well, Blade would technically fit into the 90s canon of spite of the Marvel Universe and everything <laughs> where they have vampires. Nice. What was that? Well, they, it would fit into the 90s canon of Marvel Universe and everything where they had uh, vampires for enemies and stuff. It was the 90s. They tried to just have a lot of classic monsters and everything for villains as well. Oh, really? So he was, uh, what was he? What was he? Yeah, just I think uh, Dracula is one of the main Marvel villains, actually. Yeah, Dracula, he actually is one so. of the main villains. Um, Doctor Doom has a piece of the original cross from Jesus Christ to repel him. <laughs> yeah, in his armor. <laughs> yeah. So in Doctor Doom, in, embedded into his armor, he's got a piece of the original cross. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for vampires. So, yeah, um, did Blade ever hang out with the rest of the uh, Marvel crew? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, time, so time to time he appeared and everything. He didn't appear in anything big that we know of today, of like the big crossovers or anything. He was just like a guest character more than anything else and like a few issues and stuff. Did he ever have like a big enemy like the Tax Man? The Tax Man. <laughs> no, it was <laughs> always just more vampires and more vampires on top. And you, know how, that's how it is. you know how I found out Blade was in the Marvel movies? How? Through the games. Oh, really? Yeah, the uh, I think it was one of the games on the GameCube. One of the beat-em-ups, the X-Men ones. Uh, like one of the Apocalypse whatever games. Where you go around, you're collecting all the Marvel characters. You're like, huh, 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 <laughs> fighting. 
What? <laughs> it's like Pokemon of no, Marvel. No, he's right. It was a beat 'em up, and you actually unlocked other Marvel heroes, and Blade turned up. It was in really that game. good. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, it was actually. Uh, I think Silicon Knights actually worked on that one. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, cool. Silicon Knights. So Blade was the uh, OG film the that original. kicked off this. Well, I don't. I don't know if it really kicked it off. I think the film series that kicked off the Marvel like. The superhero rush was uh, X Men. Yep, Blade was kind of just there. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm. Oh, I'm not sure if you would consider it a superhero movie. It was definitely a Marvel movie. Yeah, it was a supernatural movie. Yeah, with club music. Oh yeah, and Ryan Reynolds in the third one. He did stuff, and yeah. then supposedly, in the very last scene of Blade Three. Wesley Snipes was so high that he couldn't open his eyes. So they had to digitally open his eyes for him. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you can get when you don't pay your taxes. Yeah. Just buy all the drugs. And Ryan Reynolds was in the third one, was he? I think so, yeah. He was, yeah. yeah. He was actually Deadpool in that one, but before they put him in that awful Wolverine film that we don't talk about. (laughs) Oh, well. I'm I'm sick of Ryan Reynolds and Ryan Reynolds' existence. Really? You know, I just I I don't care for him. I don't care for Deadpool. What about um? I don't even care for Detective, Detective Pikachu. Pikachu. Me and Nick were talking about who would play a better Detective Pikachu. He said, um, who did you say? I said Danny DeVito, and I said, uh, you said Danny DeVito, and I said Joe Pesci. Oh, Joe. <laughs> 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 from Home Alone. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what you know? You gotta go like a you thick fucking, New York. <laughs> you fucking mom. <laughs> we gotta fucking take this place down. What you down. mean? I'm short. <laughs> <laughs> See, it would have worked so well, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who I uh, who I would have cast as a detective. Oh, I would have cast Joe Pesci. Like, whenever I see trailers now, I just see Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. Um, he's completely, he has killed his own identity and replaced it with Deadpool. And I yeah. know he was like, you know, based off Ryan Reynolds and all that stuff. No, but that's his identity. That, that's always been there. Mm-hmm. I've seen the proposal a lot of times. And he has that witty, dry humor. Yeah, it's not dry. Well, you no. cannot look at me and say his humor in Deadpool is dry. Oh no, it is not. It is yeah, ostentatious. Sorry, not dry. O- ostentatious, but it, that, that witty, ostentatious... Whatever, Th- that's him in every single movie since like fucking yeah. Van Wilder, Van nah. Van Wilder, Van Wilder. Nah, man, he's been in some good ones like, like The Captive. That was so different for him. I wanted to start doing. Oh, well, his daughter gets kidnapped. Uh, oh, I remember that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just, I just don't. That's care. when he goes to like Russia or something and fights like. Oh, no, those he's, he's he's in Alaska. Oh, he's in Alaska. <laughs> you don't need to go to Russia to go somewhere where it's snowing. <laughs> yeah, no, I just don't give a crap about Ryan Reynolds. Everyone yeah. can just get over him. He told me to get over myself on Twitter. So. Did he really? Okay. Yeah, That's I said Deadpool is overrated. And he's like, you're overrated. Uh, Fair enough. I probably am. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, we have Blade, we have X-Men, and we have Spider-Man. All around the same time, two years apart. Yep. Would you say X-Men kicked it off? Because X-Men kicked off their own yes. universe. Yeah, definitely. But that they kicked off that superhero <laughs> craze. Yes, definitely. I reckon, yeah. Nick? Yeah, pretty much. X-Men showed that you could take a comic book license um, that's actually well known and make money off it, basically, which allowed people to open up to try out for Spider-Man and the other superheroes as well. Yeah, I wonder who, who was in charge of doing that. And it's like, oh my God, you just had the best idea ever. 
Look at all this shit I've got behind me. I could actually yeah. tell you where everywhere. that actually came from. It was because Marvel was about to go belly up in the 90s because there was the, uh, the comic book crash that happened in the 90s, which we have DC Comics to thank for because they did the death and return of Superman, which basically killed people Wait. dying in comic books. Wait. Um, so the 90s crash of... The comic books crash of the 90s was due to DC. They started it. Yes, because it, yeah. it was the death of Superman because when comic book characters died, they died. They didn't come back. They didn't have reboots or recovery or anything else like that. It was a permadeath thing. But when they did, so they advertised that Superman was going to die. And it actually made the national news and everything about that because Superman being an iconic character as he was, was going to die. And they had the black cover with the Superman logo that was dripping blood and everything. Oh, the, with the cape on the flag thing. Yeah, that was the yeah. other, That was the one that came after it. And basically, they set up as... Um, I always forget the name of the villain because he's not that good. He's just a big rock guy that punches Superman more than anyone oh, else. Um, Doomsday. Yeah, that's it, Doomsday. And that's what it is. They just kept both punching each other until they both killed itself and everything. And that's when they said, that's it, officially Superman is dead. Everyone rushed out to buy it. This was one of the most selling... Yeah, doing quotation marks off camera if no one can see. Um, <laughs> Dead. But, yeah, but basically, everyone ran out to buy it because it was the issue that Superman died and it was like the historic moment and everything. And then a couple of issues later, they were like, oh, by the way, he wasn't dead. He was in a sleeping coma and he's back with a mullet. And then Healing that just... Coma. I was going to say sleeping coma. Sleeping yeah. coma. <laughs> 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 a awaking comas. Yeah. Well, it's a healing coma. <laughs> and he came back with the mullet and basically... It just, if you look at the sales of the time period, everything just collapsed because people didn't feel like it was worth it anymore because they basically betrayed their trust and all that. And all the superheroes kept coming back. And this is where we get to the part where Marvel, of selling their rights, is because Marvel and everyone was all affected by this downturn. Comic book stores were closing down. Um, pharmacies and supermarkets started refusing to sell comic books because they weren't selling anymore. Yeah. And then that's when Marvel was that desperate that they went to Fox Studios and they said, "Can you? Do you want?" To Sony was first. Though. Sony was first, yeah. With yeah. um, uh, when it came to Spider Man, they sold it, but when it came to X Men, they sold it to Fox. Yeah, that's right. So you're you're right. You're yeah. right. Yeah. So basically, Fox was first, and that's when they offered them the they wanted to have X Men because it cost them next to nothing to obtain, less than I heard around only a hundred thousand dollars to really? get it right. Holy shit! Because that's what they were. They were just that desperate to sell off the rights to try and make more merchandise money. It's yeah, like, they really need Stanley. Really needed that Coke money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's and like that, a parent trap situation. Yeah, <laughs> like that, you, one go over there, one go over there. But that's exactly what happened. It was like they were just that everyone became broke, and that was the main factor. Is that that's when Warner Brothers stepped in and bought DC Comics, and that's why of everything, anything DC associated is all under Warner Brothers now. Yeah, yeah. So they just bought everything. They're like, all right, these guys are all buying stuff, so we're just going to take this. WB. Slap it on it. Oh, that's why it's yeah. It's always WB's. Yeah, that's DC. why you always. That's yeah, why every time. Yeah. yeah, I love how they just brand themselves in everything. Yeah, at least with Marvel Studios, it was called Marvel Studios, mm. not Warner Bros. It's it's not Disney's Marvel Studios. Yeah, well, uh, at least with DC and Warner Brothers, at least that they're all under the same banner. They don't have to fucking worry about yeah licenses and yeah because all that bullshit. You know who owned the Fantastic Four? Not Fox. Some Scandinavian company. Yeah, but, but how, lo- how long are they going to be able to hold <clears throat> on to the rights? No, no, they're, they're the owners of the rights. 
Fox will like lease it off them. Yeah, but how long will they be able to keep that? Like, how long until it reaches its limit? I know Disney Disney changed it, didn't they? I can explain how long they can hold on to it. They have every, they have within a certain amount of years to make a Fantastic Four film to obtain the rights every time. No, that was Fox with those yeah, people. That was Fox. Yeah. The the owners of the actual license of Fantastic Four now they own the license. Oh dear. Yeah. They so can, they don't they have to produce anything. No. Oh, oh dear. dear. That was Fox that had to produce it for that them. So they gave Fox the um. Just the leasing the, rights. Yeah, the leasing rights. And it, within that thing, they had to produce a movie every four years. So it's some <laughs> random fucking Scandinavian country that bought the fucking rights to... Hey Marvel, <laughs> let's see your complete your collection now. <laughs> to it's fucking Fantastic Four. <laughs> oh, sorry, don't mind us. We're just here with the Fantastic so, Four. Yeah, well, because when um, Disney bought uh, Fox or whatever, they didn't get Fantastic Four. Yeah. That's <laughs> fucked. I have a feeling the mouse is going to pay a visit to these people and break some kneecaps. Probably. He's just, oh, we just bought the country. It was easier. (laughs) (laughs) Disney would stoop to that level. They just buy all of those Euro countries. You reckon they will buy a country one day? They already own America. Like, you might think it's those big wigs in Wall Street, but it's Disney. Yeah. (sighs) So evil. (laughs) (laughs) The most evil corporation coming out of the most happiest, like, Ooh, what, image, Lang? yeah, yeah. Oh, the image. What? He wasn't a happy man. <laughs> Walt Disney. Yeah, he was a happy man. Why not? Nazi Superman are our superheroes. <laughs> I hear that he, people say he was like a Nazi. Was he? I actually he was a Nazi say no. Actually, no. What actually happened is that he was accused by his animators when they went on strike because they wanted a pay rise, and he said no, and then they accused him of being a Nazi. Oh. <laughs> that's where yeah. it came from. I think it might be a bit deeper than that. It actually Probably. is. No, that's actually is. Uh, the animated union actually was just that was their way of slandering him because basically <laughs> he told them if you want better pay, you got to do more work. <laughs> Who's going to listen to animators back then, though? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no one's going to believe you. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, yeah, I, I, I'm just going off what I heard. I don't know. I might have to do some deep digging. Yeah. I might have to go to pay an expose on uh, Walt Disney. Yeah, I might have to. Yeah, it's called Finding Disneyland. (laughs) (laughs) I might have to dig under the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean ride and figure that shit out. Alrighty. So, after the catalyst that exploded this, we are now top to the brim with all this shit. So, how. Golden Age of superhero movies. Yeah. uh, So, where are we supposed to start? Like, for anyone who comes in after Endgame, are they supposed to just pick up from Endgame onwards or. No. Or should they go back and watch all this stuff? They should just go back and watch them all. Yeah. Why not? We can make lists of the best ones as well because we've already seen them and everything. All right. So, all you have to do is watch Iron Man 1, Captain Uh, America 1. Captain America 1. Winter Soldier, you have to watch that. Yes, Thor, that you'll have to watch. Winter Soldier changes the entire everything. Um, Thor, of course, it introduces the god. Thor 2, no? no? No. Don't bother with that shit. Civil War, Cap Free. Yep. Yeah, you'll have to, you to see Civil War. And yeah, the, awesome. ca- the Captain America movies, each one changes the actual <laughs> MCU. Yeah. Hmm. That's food for thought. Well, we'll have to find out with the next one. Yeah. Um, um, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 1 and 2, they're 
obviously a must watch. Oh well, we're just talking about the um, MCU right now, are we? Or yeah, pretty much. I mean, if you want to understand who Spider Man is, yeah, um, Sam Raimi's one and two are the best way to work out. You know, oh, yeah, well, how did he get the powers of a spider? Pretty sure every single person knows. Yeah. Well, that yeah. tale's been told. It's a tale as old as time. Yeah. Well, you got to remember the most important factor. Macho Man Randy Savage was in the first one, and that <laughs> makes it very important. <laughs> and Bruce Campbell. Yes. Yes. He yeah. was in all three. Was he really? And his car, uh, Sam Raimi's car was in all three as was well. Was that actually Sam Raimi's car? Yeah. He likes to smash that car. <laughs> it's that old caddy. Yeah. <laughs> Same one, huh? Yeah. Um, also, Guardians of the Galaxy. Thor Ragnarok is a must as well. Yep. Because, yep. yeah, well, that changes yeah. the universe. And then Black Panther. Um, you'd have to see that. Because all of a sudden, there's just this whole place in uh, Civil War. Yeah, uh, I in guess. Infinity War. Then you'd have to watch Captain Marvel after you've watched Infinity War. Uh, and then you'd have to come to Endgame. Yeah. Okay. So that, that, that'll cap us off there. But then... From there, we're branched off into TV series on Netflix. we got like four billion of them or some shit oh, like yeah, that. Like Daredevil, Punisher, Jessica Jones, uh, Luke Cage. Thunder Fist, Luke Cage. <laughs> what? Thunder Iron Fist. Fist. <laughs> <laughs> Netflix's Arrow. <laughs> I was stuck on an island for so long and now I have a powerful fist. Yeah. Hey, fuck off. I don't care. I watched yeah. two episodes of that and um, I was done. Yeah, I like uh, how season two implied that Westerners are not allowed to learn martial arts ever. <laughs> yeah, supposedly, I don't know. Um, Chuck Norris has been doing it wrong. Yeah, pretty much. He's the biggest <laughs> demon in society. Yep. No, um, I like. Have you seen any of those? Scenes? I've watched uh, Daredevil. Yeah, that was awesome. Daredevil, was you good. like it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. But then every other mo- uh, series they released was just a carbon copy, pretty much. Yep. Yeah. So that's where they went wrong. Yeah. Like they stood. They could have done some creative writing and changed the script. It's like, oh, just change the name Daredevil to Luke Cage. <laughs> and there's yeah, the first that's episode. Exactly, that's exactly what they did, I, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't really play to each of the hero's strength. They just kept carbon copying as Daredevil. Mostly mm. the fight scenes, the fight choreography is very, very close <laughs> to Daredevil's original alleyway fight. Yeah. I know I'm very negative, but like. Same thing with Daredevil. I kind of got over that as well. It's like, good, he fights in an alleyway. Now he's fighting in a hallway. Now where's he fighting? Oh, it's a hospital. Oh, that's different. Okay, cool. Uh, okay, yep. yeah. Cool. I'll move yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. W- one moment. Um, I'm just having a little bit of trouble with my mic, I think. Can you hear me all right? Yeah. I think I'm uh, peaking too much at some points. I think I'm pretty fine. All right, cool. Cool, 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 cool. All right, no, that, well, that's getting your cut. <laughs> yeah, just don't do that. <laughs> yep. yep. Yep, 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 Yeah, okay, so we have the MCU. Yeah. And then we have the train wreck that is the DCU. Oh, well, is it a train wreck? Well, it's something they decided to create after. Yeah, as a response. As a response to the MCU. Yeah. <clears throat> Batman versus Superman. Good or shit? Both. Well, like I said, there's some good parts and then there's some really bad parts. Like the Batman segment at the start is phenomenal. It's oh a proper God. Batman film at the start. I, w- I want to see a movie just from that, like, two minutes of footage. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. fair. Ben Affleck was a good Batman. Yeah. 
I didn't mind him, but um, remember how you, Nick, went and saw uh, The Dark Knight Rises and you oh, thought yeah. that, like, it was the best movie ever? And I'm, I'm being cross <laughs> over like, that movie was bad. And then you rewatched it and you messaged me and you said, yeah, you're right, that movie was not very good. <laughs> it was really heavy denial, basically. Because <laughs> after The Dark Knight, it was everyone bragged about how amazing that film was and everything. So nobody expected the third film to be that, basically, where Bane out of nowhere became a British <laughs> accent for his mask and everything. And I've heard a bomb somewhere. Yeah, the plot is very, very dumb. It's just Bane says he admits he has bombs everywhere and everyone should just go kill themselves and everything. And it's just, no, that's not then smart he throws writing. Batman in a cave. Yeah. Batman gets yeah. out of the cave in the middle of fuck bum fuckery somewhere and then gets back to Gotham in like two days. With a broken back. Yeah. Oh, don't even get me started on the broken back scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The doctor Ropes. just punches it back yeah. into place. That's how you and fix a broken spine. hangs him by his spine. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you heal spines, Yay. everyone. <laughs> well, if you're yeah. Batman, yeah. And even the phrase that they're saying, the fishy, fishy pasta, is it's like, what does that mean? It's like, rise. It's like, no, I'm quite sure it's more than one word since you're changing words. It's yeah, not well, just rise. But I think the Bane chant was actually another language. Yeah. I don't know what they were saying, but... It, it's just ridiculous. But also with DC, we've been given uh, Legends of Tomorrow, the TV series. I don't know if you guys have seen that. No. It's about a, uh, a rough, tough group of superheroes who travel through time fixing God's mistakes. <laughs> I've, heard, um, I've heard mixed reviews on that. Yeah, it's, 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 not, it's not great. Oh, okay. I, I watch it only for my own purposes. Mm-hmm. I don't watch it for fun. I watch it so I can talk about stuff. Oh, okay. And yep. one day we'll probably have to go a bit deeper into it. Yeah. We're just touching basics with everything. Is it based in the DCU? It's it's DC. So it's not in the actual universe. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's not great. But I'll tell you a TV show that does do very well molding itself through a universe. What? Better than Daredevil, better than all them. And that's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, actually. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has weaved that. itself through the web of Marvel to the point where episodes post Captain America 2 was all about that. Yeah. You know, and then now the new season's about to come out and I'm wondering, you know, did anyone die in the snap? Oh. You know, and how did this affect the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and what's going to go on there? Oh, that's an interesting thing. I I didn't see the last season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., to be honest. Um, yeah. It ended on a bit of a cliffhanger, so and everyone was like, they're in, uh, what was it, they're in... Development hell, so they weren't sure if they were going to make another one, but it just got announced for two more seasons. Oh, wow. That's good. Okay, that's nice. Thank Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh... Did much change after... Oh, um... Wait, when when was the last time I saw it? Uh, I saw after Ultron. Season just after Ultron. Yeah, not too much change after Ultron. Yeah. But after Captain America 2, that's when shit got real. Yeah. Fair enough. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I just think it was a good representation of a, of a companion <clears throat> series. Oh, as opposed to other shows. How about the fucking fail attempt that was the Inhuman series? Oh my god, Marvel! How, Marvel does make some stankers. Yeah, one episode came out of that. Was it one episode? I think they released three. It got canned yeah. so quick. Yeah. Same with Cloak and Dagger. I don't know if they. When did yeah? Cloak was, and Dagger came out recently. That. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it was probably episode? last year. Okay. I'll have to double check that. I think it was the full season though. Really? Yeah. 
Baron, well, not for an Alpha. Yeah, it's like another show, Agent uh, Carter. Actually, the first season of Agent Carter yeah. was not bad. You know what's hilarious about um, Cloak and Dagger? Cloak and Dagger, right? In the comic books, the Infinity Wars, right? Um, Cloak is one of the main heroes to help defeat uh, Thanos. Oh, really? Yeah. They, they couldn't have done it without his or her help or whatever. Because <laughs> he's got like this special dimension thing with his cloak. Because Dagger's gone after the snap. Oh, dear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Dagger. Because the whole thing about cloak, um, it's uh, like the cloak is like an interdimensional thing that they need to use. So people use it to get the Thanos or some shit. Usually came in the comics to bail out heroes when they got into situations and the writers yeah. didn't know how to get them out. Yeah, he's interdimensional jumping, he just appear every time and whoosh, yeah. disappear. So he he was one of the main people to help defeat Thanos in the comic books. Yeah, well, so is Adam Warlock. Oh yeah, Adam Infinity War. the biggest, and if like, not the biggest yeah. person. And it's like, where is he? They mentioned him at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy too. Yeah, because he's supposedly Jesus. Yeah, that's his. That's what Adam Warlock's character is supposedly based on. He's Jesus meant to pop out of the Soul Stone. He was the OG trapped inside the Soul Stone, wasn't well, he? No, now it's Gamora trapped inside the Soul Stone. And everyone else. I don't think they're trapped inside the Soul Stone. Oh, they just dead, dude. <laughs> like Spider-Man. I, yes. I still have a problem with that <laughs> entire thing. Endgame. Not Endgame. No. Oh, oh wow. I Infinity Wars. Endgame. Infinity War. Yeah. What, his motives? Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, I have a problem with that. Me too. Like, um, it, it's it not just, very practical at all. Well, well, well motherfucker has this gauntlet that grants him that's basically a genie yes why couldn't he just gone infinite you know resources yeah no one's ever hungry again yeah just snap yeah uh, yeah it's like oh, hey uh, Thanos you know you could just make more planets for people to live on I could, I could what <laughs> yeah you know you've got a magic glove yeah, couldn't so he just couldn't he just admit that he just wanted to kill a bunch of people? Yeah, that that's why they should have stuck with the death scenario where this guy was literally in love with the literal embodiment of death. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, it's what me and Nico were discussing. It's like if he gets half of everything, that means half of doctors, half of farmers, half of you know people that make sure our lights turn on. Half of everything, basically. So yeah. it's yeah, more <laughs> devastating to the culture than actually doing that because that would ruin trade yeah, routes the, and everything the other else half in the process. Would have died in, in the uh, the chaos that ensued. Like it's like the rapture. If once that happens, like as Nick said, just planes are falling out of the sky. <laughs> and he said, like he wanted to do it so production increases. What if we got rid of all the farmers? Yeah. What if all the farmers died in this now? Well, like I guess he didn't give a fuck. Yeah. So yeah. just all the useless people, like oh, our bankers are still alive. Oh, yeah. we now own everything, but money is useless. Mm. You know, how does economy work in a post-snap world? It's <laughs> the same, I guess. I don't know. But then there'd uh. be people having disputes of buying companies and everything else. It'd be it'd collapse in on itself because oh, of that. Yeah. I'd love yeah. to see Endgame start with the literal collapse of mankind. That should be the actual thing. The, the whole, that is the yep. end game. His end game was to have the first half kill the second half. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like <laughs> and he just watches from the big screen <laughs> it's my favourite show <laughs> yes but that's uh, brought us to now and that's where we are at oh my god the MCU is just uh, disappointing yeah it's, so it's starting to let you down yep. it's, we had this initial hype so Avengers came out 
Oh, yeah. You know, and everyone's Holy like, shit. yeah, you just brought everyone together and now they're all friends. Good job. Yeah. And then Avengers 2 came out and you were like, whoa, there's a robot. And it's pretty cool. Yeah, Jason... Jason, um, what's his James name? James. James Spader. James Spader. James Spade. Hey, yeah. guys. James Spade. Yeah. <laughs> David yeah. Spade. David Spade. The boys. Yeah. <laughs> I was in Just Shoot Me. As <laughs> <laughs> the voice of Ultron. Yep. Yeah, he was threatening. Oh, I liked yeah. him. Yeah. Ultron itself was threatening. Yeah, definitely. He'll um, come back. Th- yeah. Fair <laughs> he always does. That's that. That's his thing. That's his shtick. Yeah, he comes back. And then after that, we had a bunch of other bullshit. And then now we're at Infinity War. Yeah. Just before Endgame comes out, we have one more film to tackle: Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. And I believe that you two went and saw this today. Yes. Unfortunately, yes. Yep. Now you say unfortunately. Uh, that that gives me the uh, energy that you didn't enjoy it. Okay, here's the best way I could describe it. I went in. Uh, when you have you ever gone into a movie with low expectations and they come out and go, "Hey, you know what? That wasn't that bad." Yeah, I went in with low expectations and came out disappointed. Yeah, that's not as good. Um, I'm just gonna have <laughs> a little disclaimer here. Uh, these guys are gonna review the movie based on how they saw it, um, and that's that's fair. Yeah. So spoiler um, warnings. Yeah, it's there's gonna uh, be spoilers. We're, we're gonna try to hold back on the spoilers. They'll try yeah. their hardest. We'll but hold back, but, uh, but it's very hard. It's very very hard. I want to rip like <laughs> like at least seven assholes into this thing. Yeah, that's uh, gonna be interesting. So, go for it. Terrible movie. Let's elaborate since we are two <laughs> movie reviews. Um, we do need to. I want at least for every. 10 bad points you could make. I want some smidgen of good that you saw in the uh, film. Let's start off with the good from the film. The soundtrack on it wasn't too bad. I liked the 90s throwbacks that they had. Oh, of course, I had some yeah. classics like um, good references to Nine Inch Nails, uh, Nirvana. Yeah. Um, a lot of, uh, like you said, a lot of classic tracks and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot more of the throwback stuff's are great. Like there's a great Street Fighter 2 machine in the background, which yeah. I put spot All in. the 90s references are... Very, very nice. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, okay, cool. I think we've covered what you guys needed to say about the good. Yeah. <laughs> now let's break down the film. Well, not you. I haven't seen it, so I'm still open for interpretation. Yeah, you should go watch it, though. I will, and I'll go make up my own mind. You because should. that's what we do in the biz. We make our own mind. In the biz? In the biz. Or in we, the biz. Are we in the biz? Or well, we're talking about a movie, and people listen to us. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. Um, all right, so by any means as well, we don't want to influence your decision into seeing this movie at all. We recommend that everyone see every movie we talk about, whether it's good or bad. I don't agree with that. <laughs> I do. <laughs> because we can't tell you how to think. You can only do that. Yep. <laughs> and if you think Captain Marvel is good, you're wrong. <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> Kyle, I discussed this. Don't kill the podcast, man. <laughs> the Twitter army will be on me in a minute. Yeah, I know, right? All right. Um, yeah, okay, Nick, we'll start off with you. Okay, so without spoilers much or anything, I'm just going to say that as a character, Captain Marvel is not very interesting, um, unfortunately, um, because, again, we're... It's the hero's arc where the character has to have a low point and then a high redemption and everything. And 
that's just not present in this film. Whenever we see any of Captain Marvel's past, it's very negative all the time um, and questionably negative all the time. Like, that's the only things that ever happened in her life and everything else like that. Uh, wasn't really a much of a change of uh, fan of what they did to change to uh, certain villains that do appear in the movie that aren't advertised in the film. But when they do, I think most people who read them in the comic books are not going to be pleased <laughs> when they see what's happened to them. And lastly, I think the best discussion was is when in the cinemas when Carl leaned over and said, this doesn't look as good as the Netflix TV shows and that's not a good compliment yeah. to give it. So during the first few fight scenes, right, the Daredevil, so during the first few fight scenes of Captain Marvel that they had, I was watching, I'm like, wow, Daredevil TV show looks better than this. Jessica Jones TV show looks better than this. The fight scenes of that outdid these fight scenes. They were terrible. So there was poor choreography. Very poor. Very what, what about the cinematography? How is how is the movies, uh, special effects? Well, it's really yeah. hard to say they're special when we've seen so much of it before. It's like a lot of it looked to remind me of Iron Man 1. Well, supposedly they, they actually used some Iron Man's, uh, some of the footage from Avengers. Oh, really? Yeah, for the animations for Iron Man. Yeah, the Man. CG. They had to use... Yeah, I mean, so, so they, they took the... Um, the uh, Iron Man's flying like things in from uh, Avengers, and then just took out the backgrounds, and then put in uh, Captain Marvel. Oh wow! Yeah. So there was a bit of lazy filmmaking going on there. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that they could have just uh, marketed it and just said, you know, fuck it, people are going to watch it because uh, anyone who doesn't is negatively influencing strong female stereotypes. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. it comes down, well, like you said, when you say about how's the cinematography and everything, it's not very good either because during the fight segments, they zoom in very a lot and they shake the camera around to make it look like Brie Larson can fight when she can't. I can't remember any of the fight scenes. Yeah, I can barely remember most of the fight scenes because of exactly what I said, because yeah. the static camera work does that, which is used to hide that <laughs> people can't fight. Do you know what did look nice though? Yeah. The flashbacks. Yes, oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, the flashbacks look better than the actual film itself. Yeah, they look very pretty. They had very nice flashbacks. Would you say that this movie, cinematography, uh, like the, the art and stuff, looked a bit more um, DCU-ish than an MCU-ish? No, it, it looked... It looked... It still looks Marvel, but just not the full effort. It, it looked like it was done by a TV... It looked like it was done with a TV studio budget. Wow. Yeah, that's the yeah. best way to sum it up. It's like everyone has the same costumes and it looked very repetitive in a lot of scenarios and effects and everything. Yeah, that, that's... So it was like the sucker punch of the Marvel movies. Yep. The yeah. same movie repeated three times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty um, much. Like, I, I have some... Uh, there's one, one of my biggest criticisms with it is that they've ruined one of my favourite... I'm going to have to say, spoiler right here, okay? Yeah. For anybody who doesn't want to listen to that. They've ruined one of my favorite villains from the MCU at the moment, Ronan. Uh, Ronan the Destroyer. The, the Accuser. Uh, they ruined him. No, oh, yeah. Why do I call, keep calling him the Destroyer? I don't know, man. Destroyer sounds better. I really it's like... Drax the Destroyer. That's what you're thinking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dave yeah. Batista. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Big bad boy Batista. Yeah. Also known as... Ronan from Guardians of the Galaxy 1. Yes. The menacing gentleman who was literally terrifying. Yeah. Who wanted to crash a giant ship 
into Xander. Into, into Xander. Yeah. Okay. And kill the planet. Yeah. Like, how many billion of people? How many billions of people already died when they were making that net? And they all exploded. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. throwing it out there. They all exploded. <laughs> yeah, yes. and then all that debris would have fallen onto the city. And then that, the, the actual thing did crash into the city of Xander. Okay. Xander's air force is gone. Okay. Yeah. Everyone, that was every fl- ship in their entire yeah. fleet. Yeah. Xander's gone now anyway, but that's because they had no air force. Yeah. But yeah. Right. Okay. So Ronan the Accuser is one of my favorite villains from the MCU. He really is. He's so menacing. He is terrifying. He appears in Cat Marvel. He is a bitch. They nerfed his character so much. How so? They just there's this. So he shows up. There's this part where he comes at the end and he's just hunting the scroll or whatever, right? And spoilers. <laughs> yeah, spoilers. Us um, Creed don't like scroll. Um, so he's there, and they going to destroy Earth, and then Cat Marvel's all like, no fucking plasma powers and then Ronan's like oh no this person's too strong let's run away really yeah and you gotta remember this happened in the 90s so Ronan just ran away for a good 30 years and didn't <laughs> yeah. tell Thanos about it so or he didn't turn around he didn't turn around and go full fucking religious zealot on them going fuck this shit <laughs> and go we will kill every we will destroy this entire system <laughs> to kill the scroll because Ronan's a huge racist. <laughs> like, he yeah, literally right. is. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah. He hated Zandarians. He ha- yeah, a lot. Um, and could could it have been for the fact that Ronan's power also came from the Infinity Stone that was in his... Uh, boop, boop, yeah, boop, but his hammer. drive came from his... Hatred. Hatred of other races. He was very super dedicated when they introduced him. He like, even mentioned it's a thousand-year war that he wanted to yeah, continue. Remember in Guardians, he's like, this is a thousand-year war that my father fought, that his father fought. Oh, yeah. So he was a <laughs> massive religious zealot before <laughs> he got the Infinity Stone, right? That had a, a, a fleet of Kree warships. Okay, remember, I think in um, Galaxy, right, he was at that point in... Um, in Guardians of the Galaxy, he wasn't with the Creed Empire anymore. No, not with the Kree, no. Yeah, so in this, he was he still had the backing of the Kree. Which are basically the Klingon of the MCU. Yes. Yes. So he would have had thousands of war fl- warships behind behind him. And how many did it take to Earth? Two? Yeah, he, t- he took three at the start, and, they, and then Captain Marvel's all like, blows one up, and he's like, Bye. <laughs> yeah. Bye, guys. <laughs> I'm done here. See you, Guardians of the Galaxy. Bye. See you next summer. Yeah. See, see you in Guardians so of the I Galaxy. Just, I hate that so much. Like, I don't understand why. So, basically, they pulled your favorite character's pants down. Yeah. And they pantsed him. Yeah. On stage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's um, not the first time. So, what are Captain Marvel's powers? I don't know anything about Captain Marvel. She does She's photon blast. <laughs> <laughs> Besides that. What was her? She's a bitch. Oh, that's, a, that's her um, That's getting hard. Uh. You're going to kill a podcast in she one does, episode. She does photon blast, which makes basically she just shoots heat really far <laughs> and makes things really hot. And winds at people. <laughs> yes. Sorry, I just can't help it. Yeah, I know. It was a tricky subject to uh, actually breach this in a, such yeah. a diplomatic way. I don't think it's possible for you, Kyle. What? To be diplomatic and review this movie. No, I can't be. 
I'm just uh, like uh, I got these jokes in my head that <laughs> just coming out. Well, save them for your blog. <laughs> save them for your your own Twitter. Can yep. I say that Brie Larson's acting is the same as her cheeks flat? <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> no, well, her her acting is flat. Brie it, Larson's acting is very yeah, flat. I'm not. That's what I have to say. The biggest disappointment was is that everyone else in the movie does a good job. It's just she's the lead character, and they have to carry her through it. I still reckon. Ruby Rose would have been a perfect choice for Cat Marvel. Yeah, Ruby Rose is a badass. Yeah, she would have been amazing at it. Yeah. And she kind of reminds me of, because she has that same haircut and whatnot from the, the Captain Marvel from the animations that they have. Yeah. And I reckon <coughs> Ruby Rose would have been awesome in the in that role. Mm-hmm. But they didn't cast her. Yeah, because they had to get somebody with... an. Oscar award or something? I don't know. I don't know how, who goes into contracts and who who decides. Kevin Feige is still like, oh, whatever. I'll just pick that one. Who? Yeah, like the the overseer. Uh, the, the overseer. The overseer of the MCU. He yeah, just had his yeah. eyes closed. He's like that one. <laughs> just <laughs> the dark lord of Disney. <laughs> They've got like a board on the ground with like everybody's names and they just cut a head off a chicken, throw it onto the... <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no, he's just... Kevin Feige is just doing coke in a room and he's got his dark glasses on. He's lying in a chair and he's like, okay, uh, so now we're doing the casting of Captain Marvel. Which one would you like? He's like, whatever, I don't care. Just pick that one. And he points at both. And then it's on the poor secretary to make the decision. <laughs> <laughs> Kim Feige, saw your house out. Yeah, Please. Should have got Ruby Rose for that shit. She would have been amazing in that role. So there's been a lot of debate about like, basically people would call you trolls for not liking the movie. Do you feel that's unfair? I feel that's unfair because I've not liked a lot of films. That is super unfair. Like it I, is very, I've very unfair. I've not liked a lot of movies. Yeah. And it wasn't for the actors. It wasn't. It was just that they were bad movies. Yeah. Would people use the same excuses if I said I didn't like Inception? I guess. I don't know. Ooh. No, they wouldn't. No. Do you know how I know I'm not a troll with this? Because I don't go on to sites like Rotten Tomato and downvote or upvote anything. I don't go on to YouTube and upvote <laughs> or downvote any of those like trailers or anything. Yeah, exactly. I don't. I don't care. Yeah. And you didn't boycott the movie. You went no. and saw it. Yeah. And you also compared it to one of your um, other films that oh, you yeah, enjoyed. Oh, yeah, that's right. Battle Angel. Battle Angel. That did it all correct. Yes. So, Battle Angel, I still haven't seen it. So, I still got to watch them both side by side. Yeah. I'm going to wait till they come out in DVD. That's fine. And that's see fair. both side by side and do a yeah. comparison. Well, I've got to say this about Battle Angel Alita, as I read the manga as well. It pretty much did capture the manga and made it into the film. I actually knew what scenes were coming up because they did follow the manga. And like I said before, it's like they actually captured it for pretty much most the first three parts of the manga, bit by bit into the film. And also they had better special effects, had a better lead character, and was just a better film in general. And it's not, it comes down to, yeah. oh, you're being biased because it's a robo-waifu or anything else like that. It's comes down to just what was the more enjoyable film and I enjoyed that one way more. That's unacceptable, Nick. I understand what he's saying though. It's like be, because people want to try and argue that we didn't like it because a woman was a leader or anything and that's ridiculous because yeah. when I Bullshit. say... I loved Wonder Woman. That was a great movie. Yeah, same with oh, Wonder really? Woman. But yeah. that's the thing. It's like that I haven't seen Wonder Woman either. It was, it's good. It's actually... Re- it's definitely the best DC movie. Agreed. Oh, really? Yeah. Agreed, it's the best, the better of the DC films. Mm. But so I would say it now it comes down to it's just 
none of us really ever argued against that ever in that point. It's like we grew up with female superhero leads all the time and everything, and none of us objected to it. I mean, X X Men is almost a X Men is half of women. Yeah. yeah, it is. So basically, it was just a. It was not a good film. Yeah, and that's yeah. what you guys got out of it. It it, it wasn't the, the the execution of it was done poorly. The because the story is exactly the same as Battle Angel, except theirs was good, right? The, the, the acting was good, the CGI was good, the, the the track, the score on it was amazing as well. Cat Marvel acting terrible. All right, all Brie Larson's co um her supporting actors were better than her, and that's saying something. That's uh, saying something. I I reckon they were all better than her. Um. Like I said, the best thing about the the soundtrack, well, the musical score in Cat Marvel, are the '90s throwback songs. Yeah, yeah. But so then, of course, the soundtracks. <laughs> there are some songs that are put in not in the right, appropriate situation yeah. in the movie as well. So yeah, again, that. that's what it comes down to. The soundtrack's good, but then the, there's some scenes that shouldn't have these certain songs that don't match the tone and everything that's going on. I like that part with the vinyl for some reason. Yeah, the vinyl part, but the part well, with the vinyl player playing a song, like why in the nineties? Nineties, yeah. <laughs> Go back to your eighties, eighties movies. Yeah, vinyl. No, eighties was tape deck. Oh yeah. Go back to your sixties. Yeah, sixties. <laughs> nah, sixties. Yeah. But that's, and also yeah. the twenty twenties. Yeah, because yeah. what it played is they played the Nirvana album, and that came out CD first, so it didn't exist on vinyl. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> so what the fuck, man? It just. It makes me mad. Yeah, and that at the same time, anyone who listens to our show regularly would know the last probably three Marvel films with Ant app. Yeah. So it's it's no change. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you guys are just being honest reviewers. I'm kind of facilitating this whole thing if no one realized uh, who's listening, just, just to keep a, a level edge. Yeah. And just so That's you guys fine. don't throw stuff at me. And again, or throw people we're under not... The bus. I don't like this whole thing about how of you don't like this movie, you don't like, you know, women in movies. Bullshit. I love my favorite horror movie of all time is Alien. Yeah. Alien. <laughs> and then Aliens, <laughs> all right, which is action horror, right? Terminator. Oh, it sounds like you have a Jim Cameron fetish there, buddy. So, <laughs> Jim Cameron. A, a, a leader. <laughs> James. Uh, aliens. <laughs> oh, mate. You no, just but, like but, but, Jim. Some of the best movie, some of my favorite movies have the strongest female protagonists in them. Yeah, um, Strangers uh, was one of my favorite horror films. Yeah, Strangers and Strangers Pray at Night. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think the perception behind this film, and this is just what I'm getting from the internet, is, is it was pushed so far. It was put on this pedestal. Yeah, that's the problem. That said, with it. oh, this is the first one that's going to be like this. But no, you look at you look at Joss Whedon. Every single TV series Joss Whedon's made has been about strong women. You look at Dollhouse. Yeah. You look at Firefly. You look at Buffy. You don't mm-hmm. look at Angel. But you look at all those shows and you think, you know, he just did it. Yeah. Because that was, that's that's what it was. Yeah. Mm. And then you got something that's like, oh, this is going to be great because she's going to be doing all this stuff. She's going to do flips and shit. And then you're like, what? Why? Yeah. Why? Just because you teach a dog to stand like up, right? And you've seen it before. It doesn't mean it's going to be... Oh, no, I'm just cut that whole bit. I don't know, yeah, what I, was yeah, going I don't know where you're going with that either. Yeah. Well, Brie Larson is not a dog. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think the main point he's trying to make is that they're trying to pretend it's the first time this has ever been done when it's been more than four decades that we've seen this and everything. And it's 
it's quite insulting, I think, to moviegoers to set, imply that it's like that, especially yeah. after the Wonder yeah. Woman film. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Carl's right in saying that, you know, he's not one of those trolls, but there are those people who try and bring it down just for that reason. Yeah, but they're a very, very they small are, minority They are the of loud people. minority. Yeah. And we shouldn't demonize the general moviegoer pol- um, I actually don't think they're a loud minority either. You they're just a very they're silent the, minority. They're the targeted. Yeah, they're, they're the, the targeted. They're, yeah. Minority. The, yeah. So they they're basically being the representation for us. Yeah. The normal everyday moviegoers. Yeah, but the studios and stuff are singling them out, going, "Ah, oh, ah, oh, see, you know, there's a group of people over here that are like doing this, so that must mean everybody who doesn't like this movie is doing that." That's a bit elitist, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, yeah th- that's um, the problem. Yeah, I reckon that's what what is actually happening. Yeah. A group, a small group of people don't like it, and very strongly don't like it. Right. And they're going, okay, we're, we're going to boycott it because we don't like this. And so they're going, oh, see? See right there? Yep, yep, yep. All, all these people don't like it because these people don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I reckon I feel... A bit victimized against. Oh, not, not victimized. Not victimized. No way. No, no. just um, you feel just bad because you don't want to be lumped in. A little betrayed. It. Yeah. That's yeah. what it is. It, well, it's just they're the right betraying their core audience. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. We've gone to all the other films and we've never behave this way or anything else yeah. like that and then we get thrown into that group and it's just like well no most of us have been supporting you guys for decades now yeah yeah man i've been wanting a black um a black widow movie for the longest time yeah i, I, I still wanna, want a black yeah, widow movie right I, <laughs> I want female superhero movies it's not i don't want them i want them i want x-men film to actually get the female characters ones. right <laughs> yeah exactly and that's, that's fair it. it's yeah. it's 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 like you know you'll have them Soon you'll have them. This just wasn't the one. Yeah, definitely not. No. Well, we already have them. No, yeah, true. Yeah. Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah. It's not like we can't have more. Definitely make them all, but yeah. just make them good. <laughs> Spend a bit more time on writing. Yeah, definitely. Don't make a shit movie and then tell your audience that they're wrong. They're wrong for not liking it. That's a very good point. Yeah. yeah. When did we lose the 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 um the right to critique art? It's oh, dude, this happened like when when people started going into that whole oh the eye, art is in the eye of the beholder kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But just even movie critics alone, do they feel pressured into giving movies like this higher ratings? Well, yeah, because they can be blacklisted, and that's the sad truth about it. What was that thing you were reading today with that uh, that guy that was um? in the audience that he couldn't leave? Yeah, it's a person who posted online. He was actually given a press clearance to see the movie before everyone else. And basically, he was Ooh, not he allowed... He ripped it apart. He ripped it apart and because this is anonymous, of course, because he can't tell because he loses credentials. Yeah. But as he said, is that once they locked him in and basically before they could leave, they had to tell the people who were there what they were going to write about it because they know which newspaper they worked for, which <laughs> website they posted for and everything because... That, that's a sad fact about it, is that a lot of these big companies will want to control the narrative if what they think is good or not. And they don't want anyone to be honest and step up and say, I didn't enjoy it and no one should see it. They'll be like, okay, and then that's it. You're out of a job. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. Yeah, this, this shit happens and people don't understand. So they really are trying to control that narrative. So do you f- feel that that's, uh, that's it's losing your ability to choose what is a good and bad film? Based no. on its, or or oh, so you're never gonna lose that. No, of course not. Because no. I can just 
choose not to go. That's fair. But they still have individual choice. Yeah. Like they can literally freedoms from us. Literally, thanks to this movie, Avengers Endgame is going to be the last Marvel movie I watch. I'm not going to watch Spider-Man fucking from Paris with love. I want to see Spider-Man Far From I'm Home. Not. <laughs> I'm going to see it. Uh, okay. Only because I you really enjoyed Homecoming. Yeah, you can <laughs> you tell, tell us about, about it. it. That's <laughs> how it works. I'm just going to watch Endgame and that is it. I mean, to be I'm honest, I, I was done anyway because I was tired of watching them yeah. anyway. Yeah. I was yeah. tired of keeping up. It's like, oh, you got to see the next one. you got to see the next one. you got to see this one. Because I, it's in between these I two. I wasn't. I wasn't tired of them at all. I was just done because the whole genre has been oversaturated. I, I, I love it, to be honest. I love the whole interconnected movie thing. It's it's something for those nerds, for, for people who love continuity. Yeah. Even though they don't keep continuity too well. <laughs> it's just, oh, hey, that happened in this movie, so that happened, blah, 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 blah. It, it so all connects. East, you like the Easter egg hunters. Yes. Yeah. 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 And that's unfortunately a bad part about Captain Marvel. It breaks a lot of continuity as well, which yeah, I'm not going to spoil. Yeah. Oh, dear. But... Either way, it for me, Captain Marvel has killed the MCU. Yeah. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thank you. I really, really did enjoy that movie, that series. <laughs> but, you know, we need to take a break. It's not me, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> Time you to make to more s- movie about manga now. You need to sort yourself out. <laughs> yeah, that's all right, yeah. We're go away, for, go away for a couple of months right. and then come we'll back. We'll have anime movies now. Yep, and that's, that's, that's a lot of strong female oh characters. Oh my god, yeah! <laughs> Holy shit! Don't worry, man. I it's can't wait. Oh my! When's that Cowboy Bebop thing coming out? You know, I don't know. Netflix is like, hey guys, they always, Netflix always does this. Netflix is like, hey guys, we're gonna release a show, and it's like, hey, when's it coming out? And then they, then they just ghost them for like eight months. <laughs> and Netflix is like, by the way, here's our first set photo. It's like The Witcher. When are you coming out? Uh, Starring Michael uh, Fassbender. There's apparently a Gundam a film gym, meant yeah. to come out as well. Oh, that'll be interesting, to say yeah. the least. Mm. Gundam. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just. It'll yeah. be most likely based off Gundam Wing because that's the one everyone watched more than anything else. Yep. I'll tell you what movie I'd really like to see a live action. Well, all three parts of Gunsmith Cats. Ooh, that'd be one. very nice. That would be awesome. Gunsmith Cats was one of my favorite three part animes. Yeah. Ever made. Man, remember that Russian chick? Yeah. How threatening with a bulletproof jacket. Oh, my God. That stopped everything and except knives. <laughs> <laughs> it's not well, knife proof. It's bulletproof. Such a well-animated scene as well when she tries to shoot through it and it doesn't go through the vest and you yeah, can see the bullet pushing out. through. And then yeah. Minnie Mae just turns around and she's got like a flash grenade in her yeah. mouth. And her face doesn't blow off. I don't know. <laughs> like, the second part of that... Uh, uh, the second part was that that was the House of Horrors, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I think so. Part two. It's been a while. That was since terrifying. Just yeah. making it through a house of traps. Romanoff. Yeah, Romanoff. Romanoff. She had that fucking weird <laughs> knife that shot. Yeah. So a prog knife. Yeah. Uh, why the like, fuck do you need a a gun where you need to <laughs> retrieve the goddamn thing again? <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, I've got a gun with one shot, but I got to get the bullet afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Just why? Just use a. It's Case threatening. It. It's more threatening when they use a handheld weapon. <laughs> uh, I love anime so much. Oh, yeah. You it. can get so ridiculous. Like, <laughs> I'll tell you what. Nah, actually. Excel Saga wouldn't work as anything else other than what it was. Excel Saga was perfect. Finish to end. Oh, yeah. Don't read. Don't, don't read. If it ain't yeah, broke, don't stupid. fix it. Do you know what I just like? Asian cinema. 
I don't know yes, if you've seen I it, do. but there's um there's a new it's not Ip Man, you know, I paint Ip Man. Yeah. Right. There's a new movie set in that universe that's just coming out. Tra- I saw the trailer today. <laughs> Fucking amazing trailer. <laughs> yep. These people are doing like this kung fu thing with this glass of whiskey. This guy serves this this woman a glass of whiskey. She's like, no, you drink it. They're like, <laughs> with their hands. It's just fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I actually saw a film from China lately about uh, old mobsters who recently come out of prison and they're dealing with the new generation of Chinese gangsters and everything. Ooh, and that what sounds they, cool. And what they actually do to dispute their things, they say, we're going to do it the old way, which is you're going to be bring the best of your guys and we're going to gain the best of our guys and we're just going to duke it out with our fists. And, then that, <laughs> and that's what actually breaks That's that. awesome. And that's what he actually does. He actually goes around to all the old Protestants because they were in jail. So those old Protestants that they grew up with have been changed and <laughs> moved around and everything else like that. And it's just building them up to the old way. And it's actually a really enjoyable film. It's I'll like find the title and I'll let you guys know. But I just yeah, Schoolyard Fight. I think uh, one of my favorite Asian movies ever is uh, it's a Korean movie. It's called Brotherhood of War. It's about a uh, it's about two South Korean boys who, when the Korean War breaks out, uh, one of them is drafted. The younger brother's drafted into the war, so the older brother goes with him. Mm-hmm. And um, it's all about him trying doing all the most daring missions. The older brother to get his brother to go home to mm-hmm. be with his family, and then you know halfway through he gets captured by the North and brainwashed, and he becomes like the North's martyr. It's really, such, it is Whoa. so mm-hmm. brutal. Like it is, it sounds insane. It is more brutal, not as brutal as Hacksaw Ridge, because that movie was just fucking brutal. <laughs> it's like, hey, you guys, climb up mm. that, <laughs> or, or quiet on the southern front, or whatever it's called, or, or quiet, quiet on, on the, the western, western front. The western front, yeah, that's it. Sorry, southern front was boring as fuck. Or yeah. the original Red Line. Oh yeah, yeah. Where it's just a giant open field, and they're like, "I hope nobody shoots at us." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but these, 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 these battle scenes is one of the most brutal I've ever seen. Like, they're running over the hills into the trenches and they are just beating each other to death, biting, like, ripping eyes out, doing whatever they can. Because that is war. Yeah. You are sent by someone above you to just kill. Yeah, kill somebody. And just the, the unhumanity of it was shown and it, and it really opened my eyes yeah. to something that was a basically a proxy war between the US and Russia. You no, know, that reminds me of that scene from All Quiet on the Western Front where the guy fights the, was it the German soldier in that... Uh, Bomb crater. Yeah. And he ends up stabbing him. And then he has to stay in that bomb crater until the shilling stops, which is, I don't know, like eight hours or yeah, something. Next to a, a dead body. No, dying body. Oh. So he tries to save him. So he tries to save that damn German soldier. And then he's he finds that the, the, the photo of the German soldier's family. And then he starts, you know... Asking for forgiveness and shit like that. Oh, he pulls a barrier on you. Yeah, and then he um, and then he comes to term term with it, and he's just like, "This is war." Yeah, it's either him or me, and it's it's futile because, yeah, I'm I don't, I don't, I'm not going to pretend I know and justify that shit is war. horrible, man. Oh, war like, is war is horrible. Oh yes, war shouldn't be a thing. If I really want to watch Dunkirk, but Dunkirk, How about you just watch Dunkirk. Gallipoli. It's a classic. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm just gonna Mel run Gibson. into the bullets. No, I, I, I want to watch <laughs> Dunkirk. Oh, if you want to watch another movie, watch Hacksaw Ridge. But yeah, that's uh, a good one. Hacksaw Ridge is based on the true story of a, a pacifist who wants to do his bit, and basically Hacksaw. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what it's a pacifist that wants to do his bit in he, war? He yeah. will not hold a gun, but he wants to do his part. He wanted to be a field medic. Yeah. 
but he did, he refused to hold a rifle. He refused yeah. to go to, to to weaponry training. Yeah, he got exempt from it. They got to Hacksaw Ridge, which was Japanese-owned territory, where every single time they tried to go up this massive hill, yeah, they just get shot each time. Mm. And this motherfucker stayed up on that hill with the Japanese trying to kill other people, lowering wounded until his hands were red raw from the rope. Yeah, like he saved so many lives. Yeah, he ended up. You know, he won like the whatever America's win the the Golden Eagle or something, <laughs> the, the 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 Trump Award, yeah, <laughs> um, for heroic behavior. Yeah, you know, and he never held a gun. Yeah, oh, okay. And it's directed by Mel Gibson. Oh, I love Mel Gibson. <laughs> yeah, I think he's cool. It's like a pre, before, like post Mad Max, pre. I hate everyone rant. He's doing <laughs> he's doing it right now. But yeah, Dunkirk as well. Check that out. Yeah. yeah. I, well, I've tried to watch Dunkirk. It's very fucking boring. <laughs> yeah. But it's hard. <laughs> I feel like I need to watch that in like an atmospherical place, kind of like lights down, sound booming. Why don't you go to like a conflict zone? And watch it. And watch yeah. it. Like, yeah, you know, get that proper surround sound up. Yeah. Go yeah. go to an actual war zone. Yeah. yeah. That'd be cool. Makes uh, it more no, immersive. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that sounds like a real bullet. <laughs> Our no. mom hurt. Pacifist and war, that's just ridiculous. Yeah, but, you know, you want to do up, your man. part. You want to do your part. Yeah. You know? Not everyone likes violence. True, but eventually and you have to you, you just... It's war, man. Like I know, but that kill or be killed mentality doesn't work for everyone. It's fight or flight. It's just natural. Yeah. But he didn't do either. Yeah. Which is very interesting. Yes, that's true. He didn't flight and he didn't fight. Yeah. He saved. <laughs> yeah, I guess. That's right. I mean, like, not all medics should have to carry weapons. <laughs> <laughs> I just... Okay, we're not we getting into the morality yes, of yeah, yeah, we're, <laughs> we're not going to get into the morale, morality <laughs> of... Like, yeah. like, yeah. It's yeah. their business. Right, yeah, so... That, that's their business. Uh, anyway, what the fuck were we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. We're, we're talking f- about Captain Marvel and how terrible it was. And then we talked about <laughs> anime films and then we got into war films. Yeah. Which, by the way, I recommend people watch The Deer Hunter. It's an Oscar winner for a reason. <laughs> oh, that, that's, that's the one with the... The Vietnam War. Yeah, but um, no, it's actually been an interesting conversation with you guys about Captain Marvel. It's been interesting. Hasn't been productive because we're just hating on Captain Marvel. There's just nothing we can do about it. Like I said, exactly. And and at the end of the day, you're allowed your own opinion. Yeah. Um, and you guys did well ish <laughs> well ish we held back a lot yeah, but that's well, what it is that's I, why we I said we did well lot. yeah same as yeah. well but it's for the fairness of <laughs> yeah. it as you're saying we had yeah. to point out what we liked and then what we didn't like and actually have to give reason for it but which is the main purpose he, of criticism again here's the thing they are free to make movies like this they really are they can go do it i am no longer going to give them my money exactly mm. and that's and that's and it's your opinion yep yep and I'm no totally one can tell you that. what to think or feel yeah and that's. And I'm and not that's telling. I'm not telling anybody else. I've not told anybody else to not spend money on this either. No. Do whatever you want. Yeah, freely. Recommend it. Not not recommend it, but but just make your own mind. Yeah. Like I said, I am now after Endgame. I'm gonna go have another one more date with the MCU to see how it goes. But I'm tipping it's not gonna end well that date. You're gonna break up after yeah. that. Yeah, we're gonna break up. You say sorry, sorry guys. It's uh, going to change our phone number without telling them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just ghost the MCU. Yep. 
pretty much. <laughs> it's not you, it's not me, it's you. You need to change yourself. I gave you twelve years, twelve <laughs> of my best years for it to end like this. It's like, well, you did the snap and a raise you fucking purple yeah. fuck. <laughs> fuck off. So uh, I'm just so utterly disappointed. To go into a movie with low expectations and to come out with those expectations being disappointed by them. <laughs> like it's just um, why'd you go in with low expectations to begin with? Just so I know, because uh, usually I thought you would have gone because in with of the trailer. Mind. Okay, so the trailer. Yep. Yeah, I saw the trailers and I didn't. I wasn't hopeful for it. Okay, I saw fair. what Brie Larson was bringing to the table. Like, eh, she doesn't seem like a superhero type figure. She doesn't have that presence of a superhero. Yeah, I went in yeah. with low expectations because I actually know the comic book character and I know she's not very popular and I've read most of her books and they've not been very good either. So that's the source of material that they're working with. I was kind of on the mm, iffy yeah. side about it. Yeah. That's how it is. Just some of the makes my head hurt. It's making my head hurt now, actually. That could just be a normal headache. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> that's all right. But uh, no. it's been great. It's been great. And Nick, it's been great having you here. Thank you very much for coming back. Oh, thanks for inviting. Yeah, Hopefully you're free to again. come back yeah, whenever you want. Man. Yeah, just hit me just up don't anytime. Show I'll come up in. at our house drunk and naked. <laughs> that was only a once. Once one too time. many times. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, but thanks for listening, guys. And yeah, uh, thank you very much. You don't send me too many angry emails. Uh, oh well, if me? you do, Nick will read them all. Yeah, I'll I, ignore I, them. All of them will be addressed to me because I am a media monitor. So I might cry, but then I'll just delete the ones that have really bad just, like just cry subjects. Wank. No, I don't want to cry, Wank. Not over emails. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a troll. I don't cry over hate. I mean, I don't beat it over hate. <laughs> like, the way I know I'm not a troll is I don't get off over hate. It just makes me sad. <laughs> really? Oh. Dude, uh, I don't get off over hate. I get off over Schadenfreude. Love that Schadenfreude. Well, sometimes when people trip over, it's funny. It's fucking hilarious, man. I mean, it's like trust the Germans <laughs> to be the only people that have... An actual word for taking pleasure in someone else's misery. <laughs> <laughs> like, have you ever seen a kid run and be like, come on, fall over, fall over, fall over? <laughs> I can't ever say I've rooted for it. So first you bash Captain Marvel and then you hope children fall over. We're in a roll today. Um, guys, again, when you address your emails, I read them. Me, Nick... Oh, Kyle yeah. will refuse to. No, I don't refuse to. He will refuse to. <laughs> oh, well, no. Well, yeah. <laughs> I guess. Nah, yeah, nah. We have this whole bag of hate yeah, mail. Nah. Oh, they're all addressed <laughs> to Kyle. Nick, you read them. <laughs> <laughs> and then read them like they're about you. Yeah, just just for, for, forward them to me. They'll just go to my email and straight into the junk. <laughs> to the trash. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, from Dem Fancy Dinosaurs, that's it for us. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Thank you very much for listening, guys. I'm one of your hosts, Kyle. And I'm Nick. And oh. with us was yeah. other, Nick. Other, other Nick. Nick. Yeah, other Nick. Yep. <laughs> the power nerd. Yes. The power nerd. He is the oracle of humanity. Mm. Actually, hope. before we go, I want to shout out Comics Explained on YouTube. Yep. Fucking amazing comic book channel. Actually, this guy he jumps into all the lore of comic books and things like that. You learn, you can learn quite a bit off of him. He'll break down like entire storylines, and he'll condense he'll condense them down pretty quickly, and he'll give you all the basic information of what's happening, blah 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 blah, everything you need to know about a story or um, a particular comic book character or a particular villain. He's really good. Comics explain on YouTube. Check him out. 
Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I'll have to do that. Yes, I recommend that channel as well. Anybody else? Um, not kind of anything comic yeah. book related or anything. I can just say that was one of the best ones to reference because he goes through a lot of past comics as well. He's very he, good. He, he goes through multiple stories as well and picks the one that everyone would know more than anything else. And so he picks like some of the m- most retarded like. Yeah, this has been Dead Fancy Dinosaurs at <laughs> uh, the end of the episode. Um, you can hit us up on questions.yourwelcome at gmail.com. Please, if you do have any angry emails, the subject should be for Kyle. Yeah, and definitely. Nick. Yeah. And then if you have love mail, also send it to Kyle and Nick. Well, you can send it to my um, Instagrams, my duck paints. Duck oh. paints. Yeah, yeah. I'll link we'll that up. coming by time to time, so maybe yeah. I'll check it <laughs> out. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's, it's been fun. Yeah, um, it is. Yeah. Don't it forget is. to uh, search for us on Instagrams and... All the podcasting, sharing sites like Podbean, uh, Spotify. Are we on Spotify? Yeah, Podbean, Spotify. iTunes. iTunes. Yeah. Um, Google Podcasts. Uh, we were recently on something called Podcoin. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, it's, it's a new podcasting app. That we... Oh, sorry. You go uh, on. That you can actually uh, make fake money listening to podcasts and you can use it to buy Starbucks vouchers, yeah. uh, Google Play vouchers. Um, and you can donate to different charities, so you can like donate coins, so you can get different uh, like feed dogs or yeah. help uh, women shelters and stuff. That's so nice. it's it's, yeah, it's, that's cool. it's a good charity cause. Um, so passive income for other things. So if you're into charity, jump at a pod coin, damn fancy, get some coin. All right, bye. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye.